0: another episode of the Red Arrow Health and Wellness Podcast. I'm your host, Jessica, and I'm here with my fantastic co-host, Marco. And we've got some little visitors with us today. Who's here today?
1: We have Kid One is back yet again. Hi. And Kid Two is here. Hi. How are you guys doing? Good. Good. I just built an epic house on Minecraft. Did you? Yeah. I had sliding
2: glasses. Well, that's so awesome. that's
1: the criteria for being epic. It has to have sliding glass doors. And it has, and it has to look nice. Okay, kid two, what have you been up to?
3: Playing on a bunch of games. Which games? Mario and stuff.
1: Which Mario?
0: All Stars. Mario All Stars. That's a pretty fun game. Mhm. Mm-hmm.
1: Nice. Well, we start off every podcast episode asking, "What are you drinking?" So, kid two, what are you drinking? lemonade that's good kid one
2: i'm drinking a pe- uh, a peach nectarine icy thing
1: okay we've had a few of those on before mm-hmm. jess what are you having you don't know do you because i mixed I it for no you i have no
0: idea what it is
1: well it's kentucky derby week and we love the kentucky derby we've done kentucky derby parties almost every year for our yeah. adult lives mm-hmm.
2: didn't last re- year we made um a kentucky derby
1: lego slash people m- movie we did oh that was uh that was actually this year this oh, year has been 2020 right. has been so long that feels like forever that was the weekend that the kentucky derby was supposed to happen but this year happens on labor day weekend oh so this year it's actually gonna happen this weekend and i made since it's the kentucky derby but it's not quite the kentucky derby it's in september instead of happening in may i decided to do a spin on the traditional mint and julep so what you're having tonight and we need to create a name for this instead of mint you have lemon balm along mm. with a zero sugar simple syrup and you have bourbon in mine i have uh the zero sugar simple syrup instead of mint i have thai basil Ooh. and then i used rye whiskey Awesome. So I don't know what to call yours. Bourbon time? Horsey time? I don't know.
0: Maybe Kentucky something time? to do with the balm.
1: Oh, that's yeah. right. I have the time. You have the balm. Lemon Balmy egg?
0: lemon bourbon?
1: I don't know. <laughs> Mine could be uh tongue tied. <laughs> I don't know. How I about be... a
0: tie swizzle?
1: A tie swizzle? A
0: tie swizzle.
1: Well, that's gonna be hard to say when I'm tongue tied by right after we finish this thing. Probably. Probably.
0: Kid number two likes it. Ty (laughs) Swizzle. The
1: name of the drink, not the actual drink.
0: Right, he does not have the drink. No, he has plain lemonade.
1: All right, y'all. Cheers. Cheers. That uh, plastic icy bottle doesn't clang quite like the glasses. It does not. Or your mother's metal straw. But
2: it does does squirt like soda.
0: (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. Well, it's it's carbonated.
1: Before we dive into our main feature for tonight, it's... It's been a week, and there's been a week with a lot of things going on, and some of that involved, actually a lot of it involved uh, you two, not just your mother and me. So let's talk about it a little bit, and then we'll get into the main feature and the main reason we invited all of you. But uh, a lot of new things starting, and first off, your mother has a new job, which she spoke a little bit about on our last week's episode, Mm -hmm. but how did the first week of work go, like actually going to an office... For the first time in 12 years because you've been busy but you worked from home and based out of the home yeah you've done virtual work you've done photography now you actually have to go into a facility every day
0: i do it's uh it's actually pretty awesome i had a fantastic first week my new colleagues and co-workers are amazing they're super nice and they're very helpful and they're doing everything they can to get me to learn all of the new stuff because there's been quite a bit that's new in our field since I left 12 years ago. When well, you have
1: site-specific things like their specific billing right. system and their specific graphing system. Yes,
0: and those are the tricky things so that it's going to take me a little bit to learn. Do you almost
1: just want to sit down and like, just let me do it in Excel. I can do it faster.
0: I did ask if I could just do it in Excel and I also asked for Word so that I could type up my own programs in Word like I'm used to and they just laughed and said no. No, we're going to yeah. No dinosaur. We're going to do it this way with this technology. <laughs> <laughs> and save some trees. Um which is great. It's just hard at first. So, I'm sure that next week it'll be better and the third week it'll be fantastic. But it's, you know, it's it's fun going there every day. I'm really enjoying what I'm what I'm doing and what I'm going to be doing, the hardest part is waking up at 5 o'clock in the morning because I'm used to getting up at 6.30 during the school year and waking not, up these
1: little monsters. And and for the most part, you're not used to hopping on the treadmill at 5 in the morning.
0: I'm not. And that has been uh, interesting getting back into that. I figure this is a great time to add this portion of exercise because I honestly... If, it, if I don't get on the treadmill in the morning, I'm not going to have time to do it at all because I don't get home from work until 6 or 6.30 at night. And that's a little bit too late for me to hop on the treadmill. And that's
1: if you actually make it home. Sometimes it's to the ice rink because that's where the kids are. Right. I need help ferrying them back and forth. Right.
0: And on those nights, I don't get home until like 8.30 or 9. So, and I'm definitely not getting on the treadmill at that point. So 5 o'clock in the morning, I get up and hop on the treadmill. And that's been... Really, it's been good.
1: What do you guys think about this whole thing with mom starting a new job and not being around as much? And...
0: I miss mama. Oh.
1: Oh. Even though, well, keep in mind, like this week you had school, and we'll talk about that in a moment. Yeah. You know, you're going to be at school almost all day. It yeah. just happens this week, you only had school twice. And so, next week. And next week you have school twice, but after that it's going to be five days a week. So there's more time to notice that mom isn't here. But you think a few weeks from now, it's going to be as noticeable? No. Mm-hmm. You think it is, kid two? Yeah. What are your thoughts, kid two? Do you have thoughts on this, kid no. two? No. You don't? You I have mean, you
0: get... no thoughts about mommy going back to work? Mm-hmm. I do not have any
1: thoughts. Okay, because if you do, you okay. have to share them. We don't have x-ray vision into your head or your heart and how you're feeling and what you're thinking, so you've got to tell us. Okay? Okay. All right. Well, so that was work. Mm-hmm. I missed you. I missed you too. It's not the same when I like come out of my office and come upstairs for lunch and you're not there, or <laughs> you're not there while Kid Four is running around driving me nuts. <laughs> I'm trying to work and she's like, let's snuggle. And she climbs up next to me on the armrest of my chair and is it like is bumping my... It is physically
0: oh. impossible to type on a computer while you are snuggling kid number four. Uh,
1: I can type one-handed, but if I try to do it two-handed, she's bumping one of my arms or my wrist when I'm trying to work the mouse. Uh, it's tough.
0: Yes, it is.
1: Well, we alluded to it already, but along with uh, your mom's new job, she you guys also started uh, school, a new school year at a new school or actually in your case is two new schools because kid one you're in middle school so let's talk let's talk about that a little bit how did the week go what do you think we'll start with kid one
2: my week went good
1: how so um Good, good as in not bad but i made a friend and i know how to get to the classes that's good So you made a friend. I know that's really tough, too, because it's not like you can go into the lunchroom and it's all the kids. It's assigned seating. Uh, You're you're not changing classes like you normally would. So you're kind of with the same kids all day for most of the day. And then when you walk in the hallways, they're not letting you use your lockers yet. Uh, to cut down on traffic. They're making you walk on one side of the hallway. And so far, it's only been half the alphabet at the school. So you're only there with the bottom half of the alphabet because that's where our last name falls. Uh, So you haven't even seen the full extent of all the kids yet. Yeah. So it's a little bit harder. And so it is actually amazing that in two days, in your small little group to uh, cut down on um, cross-contamination because of COVID and everything else, uh, they've kind of got you guys sequestered down quite a bit. You still made a friend. Yeah. Actually, and you've got like several associates that you have fun because there's what, four of you at a table at lunch? Yeah. And you're having fun with all them. Yeah. And meanwhile, what about your other friends from your old school? I miss them. You yeah, you miss them, but have you heard from them? Yeah. How often?
2: Um on
1: the weekends. <laughs> Just on the weekends? Um, Keep in mind that you're uh, one of the days your phone was not too far from me during the day while I was trying to work, so I could hear all the dings from your friends. <laughs> Because they're on block scheduling, right? So their class is like an hour and a half. And then they go sit in the cafeteria for 20 minutes and essentially twiddle their thumbs while teachers sanitize classrooms. So they're there with their their iPods and phones and tablets. And it's that 20-minute window where they message you. And on the days you haven't had school, it's great the days you have school. And if your phone is near where I'm sitting, I get to listen to all the dings and bells and whistles Mm -hmm. and everything as stuff comes in. So I know they're talking to you. Yeah. You guys might not be online at the exact same time, but messages are going back and forth.
2: I got to talk to them all, um all I got to talk to them a lot yesterday, which
1: was good. Well everybody was off yesterday, so Yeah. Yeah. Well that's good. Just because you changed school doesn't mean they're not your friends anymore. It just means actually you have the opportunity for more friends and a more circles of friends. Yeah. Which is great. Because then you're also when you talk about things you're pulling from different viewpoints and different understandings and different backgrounds, and it's it's good to have that eclectic group of friends. Yeah. Yeah. It's exciting. How were classes?
2: They're good.
1: What do you think of the new school, though, in terms of academics and school? How was the new school in terms of school? How about that?
2: Um, it's a good school. Um, the whole you think it's going to be fun? Yeah. Science teacher is my homeroom teacher, which is kind of which is kind of coincidental because um, in third, fourth, and fifth grade, um, I had the science teacher um, for my classroom.
1: Well, and you love science. You're yeah. one of our science kids. You're probably our most science kid. So it seems perfect for you. You know, kids at this school from aside from the ones who have also switched oh, schools like hockey. you, you got yeah, hockey. You got front hockey friends there. Well, how about kid two? Kid two, you were at a different building, and this is uh, the first time ever you've gone to a school where kid one is not in the same building as you, right?
3: Mm-hmm. Yes.
1: So how is this now? Your little brother is there too, and actually, based on the room numbers, he's not too far away from you because of COVID restrictions. Your mother and I actually haven't gotten to walk down and see where your classroom is yet. Mm-hmm. Or his, but he's got to be nearby. Do you know where his classroom is?
3: I have no idea.
1: Okay. Well, how is the new school? How is school going this year? It's
3: better than that old one.
1: Really? Do tell. What do you like more about this
0: school?
3: There's two recesses and we have lockers.
1: Ooh, you have a locker? And you have two recesses? Mm -hmm. I want two recesses. I want one recess. I want one
0: recess. I'd be happy with that.
1: Two recesses is pretty awesome.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: When are the two recesses? Are they back-to-back, or is it...
3: Uh, one's at 11-something, uh, 11, 11 and the other's at two ten.
1: Oh, cool. Right when there's that afternoon slump in learning where kids just need to go and get the wiggles out.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: The the first one, is it before or after lunch?
3: One, it's be- The one's before lunch, and it's after lunch and something, and I don't know where... No, yeah. mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, and it has only been two days. Uh, are the kids friendly? Yes. Everybody being nice to you? Mm hmm. All right, in your case, I know you've got a classmate that plays hockey with you and has played hockey with you for a very long time. Uh, unfortunately, he's in the other half of the alphabet, so you won't see him until week three. But mm-hmm. are you learning some kids' names, making friends?
3: I am learning some kids' names, but not making
1: friends. Oh, well, friendship can take a little bit, so give it time. Mm-hmm. Is your teacher nice?
0: <laughs> too sure on that one
1: <laughs> it's like oh she's nice it's the teacher oh the fourth grade mentality mm. all right but overall you're happy yeah what's your favorite part besides recess after recess what's your favorite part about the new school
3: Boy, we get the eight in our classroom.
1: well that's a covid thing what's the best part about the school like that is really about the school Well, you had library. What book did you check out this week?
3: Captain Underpants and the and the, and the incredibly naughty and the incredible invasion of the naughty lunchings and the and the scary invasion of the of the lunchroom zombie nerds.
1: Holy cow, that's a long title.
0: Yeah, that author has excessively long titles for his books.
1: Now you've read and you own a lot of Captain Underpants stories. Do you have this one? no wow and i
3: don't have number
1: nine which one's number nine uh, another one with a long title
3: i'm not telling it's the title
1: okay <laughs> Wait, well you keep that a secret then but
3: don't you
2: have all the dog Man books no oh
1: no <laughs> with all of that and we've got exercise and jess you spoke about exercising you and your plan for it
0: mm-hmm.
1: but how did all that go
0: So the first couple of days, okay, so my intentions are very good. The intent is to get on the treadmill at 5 o'clock after I wake up in the morning and get at least a half an hour in, if not 45 minutes. I still need time for coffee. But my back is still not fantastic, so I haven't been able to make it a full 30 minutes yet. One morning was... 11 minutes and another morning was four minutes and then after that i just said no it's it's just not great this is not i don't want to hurt myself before i actually have to go into work in the morning so
1: that's fair enough yeah and this week you and i got out for a bit of a date night and went riding with the Pecadern peddlers yep
0: we did and it greg and
1: greg was there yes every other time i've gone recently greg has been out on business and mm. wasn't there so it was cool to see him yeah uh people who listen in will remember him from episode 20 and along with liz from bike buchanan which we haven't been able to get to lately because of other commitments but that's a it's really actually a more scenic ride yeah it's nothing against the the packer and pendlers it's just the the stevensville area they're based out of is really flat And flat. (laughs) and it's nice and hilly over in buchanan and that's a fun ride too and then um of course we We spoke to Dan Pete on that episode, too, with Pete Sider. We need to get some of that for when we're listening in, or when we're recording podcasts, because it's yummy.
0: It is yummy.
1: And if you want to listen to that episode, go back and listen to episode 20, because it was a fun episode. Uh, But we went out and we did that. Uh, I noticed that getting into the new routine, taking the kids to their new school, picking them up, trying to budget work around that, and kid four being the three-year-old that she is while trying to be productive... (laughs) Uh, I was able, most of the days, to make it onto the treadmill. I did actually get some um, pickup hockey where, we've spoken about this before, the local rink was allowing people to rent out the ice and just have a private usage of the facility. Mm -hmm. So I've done that. No league play because that's not allowed. Although the governor finally has put out the executive order to reopen the gyms uh, with a bunch of other considerations to go with it but gyms martial arts studios bowling alleys ice rinks all that so that signals league play is coming mm-hmm. i don't know when i don't know with what restrictions yet uh and of course I had hockey players who wasted no time at hitting me up in my role as commissioner going all right so when do we restart and like <laughs> hell if i know I'd, whenever the rink owner tells us we can restart the league because yep. he's also rented out a bunch of the ice mm-hmm uh, and for private sessions and he's got to digest all the requirements. And actually by the time this, the first email came out from someone who every time there's a headline, doesn't even read the articles. He just hits me up like, Oh, they're opening up hockey at this facility. I'm like, yeah, that's two States away. That's dude. annoying. It is really annoying. He has been super annoying through this whole thing. It's like, dude, chill out. We all want to get back to hockey. But first off, I don't even work at the rink. <laughs> it's a volunteer position. Yeah. <laughs> that I go and I run these leagues. And Yes, the owners want us back in the ice as soon as possible, but they have to digest all the requirements that are coming out, which at the time of that email came out, they hadn't even all been published yet. Right. It's the, politics aside, just the style of communication out of the governor lately is like, I'm going to make an announcement. Stay tuned next time. It's all yeah. a cliffhanger. It's like watching those old 1960s Batmans. Oh. Stay tuned. Same governor channel. Same governor time. I'll make same another announcement. governor
0: time. <laughs>
1: So that's her style of doing it and it catches people both on guard and off guard and like stuff like leaks out and I'm doing air quotes. Mm-hmm. Like you know it's coming out of her office, because you know how uh, politics work. And it gets published in like the Detroit Free Press and gets published in Grand Rapids and everything. It's like it's coming out today. These announcements are coming out today. And they don't. They mm-hmm. come out the next day or at the next one. And it's like, what is the hold up?
0: Yeah, I'm not a fan of the piecemeal stuff she's doing right now. Uh, Pretty I, happy with the way that she's handled COVID overall, but this is a little bit dramatic for my taste. I'm so,
1: I am staying out of taking a position on where I stand with her. Hmm. I will say I'm not a fan of the communication style, and it's just annoying and it's frustrating. But I'm going to focus on the fact that hockey is coming in. There's a light at the end of the tunnel. Hockey is coming down the pipeline for real league play, not just pickup games with you know four on four or five on five, no refs. Now we get back to real league hockey. Uh, which is my favorite form of cardio, and it helps me lose weight.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, I've been getting on the treadmill this past week just to do something because I can't take off on my bike too much other than you and I got to go out. Uh, my parents watch the kids. But with kid four here, I just usually try to get her down for a nap and then go, okay, so right after lunch, hop on the treadmill, get a run in, and that's about all I've been able to accomplish this week. Mm-hmm. And today was a complete failure in trying to get work done, <laughs> or I mean getting exercise done, working out done. Got plenty of work done. I'll be working probably late into the night. But that's me. We've got our, we've got our exercise programs going on for Red Arrow Health and Wellness. We have the Red Arrow Challenge, which is still ongoing. Uh, we'll talk about the champions at the end of the episode. But overall, this most recent week uh, that we'll be reporting on it was kind of a down week in terms of numbers. But it also coincides with back to school and everything else. Mm-hmm. so that kind of makes sense uh but that's there and we have some core members who are really working hard we have the selfie scavenger hunt which just kicked off at the beginning of the week on selfie september scavenger 1st hunt. runs all month if you go to our instagram page the link to it is right there if you go to our website r-a-x-h-w dot right in that news section you can find it right there in the it's a blog entry it uh, has all the objectives all the rules it's really easy and you just upload your photos to instagram i have not seen any uploaded to instagram yet
0: the month is young
1: the month is young even kid one who's been talking about it has already been starting to plan out her runs and bikes and walks and everything and she's like all right well, we do this on this day you need to take a picture of me <laughs> and this and this day. so she's scoping out and putting her plan Aww. into place but hasn't done any yet so while i'm kind of going oh no there's no photos up yet it's like it's early uh, we have the Forget-Me-Not 5K there's and 10K. There's uh, From Now, actually the first up through the 15th to get those results in. Same place. Go look at our site. We've got the information there. And there is, uh, there's another team challenge of 5K coming up at the end of the month. But all awesome. of our virtual competitions are free, yep. completely free. Mm-hmm. So they're there. Take advantage of them. Use them for motivation. Have fun with them. And in the case of like my runners who have had their season canceled, that's really trying to look for competitions for them to do is difficult. There's not a lot of in-person stuff, although I try to talk a few of them into going up and doing a capped a race that was capped in numbers. It was an ultra marathon. Oh my God. The choice of a 100 mile, 50 mile or 50 mile relay. And I'm like, guys, it's a two day race. 50 miles split by four people is only 12 and a half miles. Over the course of a only. weekend. Only. Over the course of two days, they can do it. They're young. Oh, thank you. It's like a camping trip. Take your parents. Go Don't have blame fun. blame any of them. Well, there's not a lot of options, though. So <laughs> there's virtual true. options, but those would get expensive. So we're making sure that there are free virtual op- options out there. We were going to do multi-sport things throughout the fall. But when they cancel cross-country, it's like, nope, let's spin this. So we've got the favorite cross-country specialty run or fun run. We've got the favor. We've got five uh, K and ten Ks available that are free. We've got a team competition coming up that's free, and we're gonna have some other fun stuff coming up in October.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Of course, just the- yesterday I get a text and like because the governor put out the announcement, the school that I coach at is now reconsidering their decision to cancel all fall sports, even though cross country still a go. So painful to look at one of the races we usually go to, look at the results, and going holy cow. I've got runners who could have won the varsity boys and varsity girls races. My varsity boys and varsity girls could have won the whole meet. My middle school boys and girls would have definitely won the whole meet because none of the other teams could even put together a team of five and looking like, wow, I could have swept this whole thing if we had just shown up. Well, so now they're reconsidering and having discussions and it's like, whatever. I mean, somehow they could with private meetings and unilateral decisions shut the whole thing down but now we have to, have to wait and have the entire school community weigh in but that's their thing our the, kids don't go they there they don't anymore. go there
0: anymore and it really doesn't matter
1: no it doesn't other than our schedules and everything right. so if they have a season i'll coach i'm ready to go my materials are there and if they don't well whatever i'll go coach hockey or something something or be a hockey dad and enjoy life yeah we'll fill the time i'll get to go biking more woot uh it's just frustrating and you know ways into it a little bit but i'm trying to stay focused on my exercise and our kids and our family and at the same time being making sure that we're putting virtual options out through red arrow health and wellness for my runners, so they've got something there because they're really getting twisted in the wind on this whole thing Mm -hmm. i mean i'm frustrated with the ups and downs and it's we're doing the season we're not doing the season we're doing it with restrictions what's going on i'm an adult (laughs) yeah. <laughs> you know, I've had my glory days. Now I'm in it for fit, personal fitness and passing it on and paying it forward. These four kids, I mean, this is their only opportunity in high school are these four years and or the three years of middle school. And mm-hmm. they're kids and, you know, they have they have less experience. And it's harder for them to cope and deal with all of this. And that's just heartbreaking for me because these are kids we've talked about. It. Our first set of kids were our research assistants and our uh, behavior techs and everybody who worked for us. Our second round of kids are our actual children. And our third set of kids are the kids I coach. Yeah. And watching them go through this is just heartbreaking. Yep. So hopefully that will pan out. Uh, We'll, of course, talk about it on the podcast because we just talk about our lives and what's going on. And Mm that's that. But that's that's a lot. That's all that's going on right now. If we had kid three in here, we could ask him about school. He's absolutely in love with the new school.
0: Yep, he's very happy to be there.
1: I feel bad for his teacher. There are so many little hockey players in his second grade class
0: <laughs> that he's buddies with. Hopefully they won't like start shoving each other in the middle of
1: class. He has come home happier because one of our complaints about where he was at was that there was, no, there was not that social cohesion in that class like there was in kid one's class and kid two's class. They just were a bunch of students in a classroom. Yeah. And all of a sudden, within two days, he's already got more cohesion going on and and social uh, connections going on in that classroom mm-hmm. than he's had in since three year old preschool. So he's loving it. He's absolutely in love with the double recess. He loves not having to wear a uniform anymore. And the fact that uh, that he has a locker was put him over the moon.
0: yep. He's very excited.
1: And his teacher is super nice and organized. Yes, I loved I've her. i heard that she's
0: like the nicest human on the planet. So
1: her little exciting. opening uh, Google version of PowerPoint that she emailed out to all the teachers and to the kids and like he and I sat down and we, I read it to him and had pictures in their background story and, and about her kids and how she went to Michigan State and uh, he made sure to one of the days that when he was picking out his mask, he has one that's white with a green um, State of Michigan patch he on it. Did. He wore that because he knew that was Michigan State colors and she that went to Michigan is to so State. so sweet.
0: Aww. I didn't know he did that. He
1: did, and he did it consciously thinking about where his teacher went to school.
0: Aww. I thought he just did it
2: because that was the mess he wanted
0: to wear.
1: Me too. No, because it definitely didn't go with his outfit, and he likes to coordinate.
0: Mm-hmm. That's true. That's yeah, true.
1: So, that's that, but let's get into our main feature for tonight, which is another tasting. It's another foodie episode. Hooray! It's a tasting episode. yum. yum. So, tonight we are doing low-carb desserts this is our just desserts episode these are going to be all low-carb recipes with a lot of alternative ingredients it is not a nut-free episode like our athlete uh, mm-hmm. power snacks that episode also was definitely not low-carb No. like we well, you and i were not supposed to be eating a lot of that stuff and i nibbled on some of it and put on a noticeable amount of weight uh, these are low-carb uh things so whether you're on what are all the low-carb diets atkins paleo whole 30 whole 30 keto um what have you if you're doing a low carb diet these fit it Mm -hmm. uh if you're not they're yummy Mm -hmm. if you're doing a low fat eh, i don't know if that's gonna work some of these aren't gonna work for you uh but if you are doing the low carb approach a lot of these will work for you and as we go through them some of them you can kick up the fat content if especially if you're doing keto and you want all that fat Mm -hmm. if you don't just follow along with what we're doing uh, we're laying out the recipe and it's still going to be low carb it's not no carb but they're low carb yeah so with that let's run and get the first course sounds good First up on our low carb desserts is chocolate covered bacon because what's not like to like it's chocolate it's bacon unless you're kid one who doesn't like bacon for this I took 16 uh, slices of thick bacon uh, three tablespoons of coconut oil six tablespoons of unsweetened chocolate chunks or chips two teaspoons of a sugar substitute uh, stevia monk fruit whatever you have What you do is you cook the bacon either on the stove top, do it in the oven, whatever, just cook up the bacon. Let that cool completely uh, either on a drying rack or on a plate with uh, paper towels on it to soak up the extra oil. When it's cool, in a saucepan on the stove, melt the coconut oil, the chocolate, over low heat stirring frequently. Stay right there, don't wander off. When it's melted, whisk in the sweetener. Place the bacon on a cookie sheet that's covered in parchment paper. Take a little rubber brush and brush on the chocolate sauce on one side. Flip it over and repeat. That chocolate sauce is gonna be very watery because of the coconut oil. Pop it in the refrigerator for a few hours before serving. When it comes out, it's gonna melt pretty quick because coconut oil returns to almost a semi-liquid state right at room temperature. And that is the base of your chocolate sauce. And when it's done, it's not going to be as carb-heavy as a traditional sugar-based uh, chocolate, but you've got your sweet, your salty, your savory, everything on top of it. Kid two, I'll st- or kid one, I'll start with you since I already we already know you hate bacon.
3: <laughs>
1: you are the rare person in the world who has no like, you just don't like the flavor of bacon. So, what did you think?
2: So. So when I first took an, a bite of it, I tasted right through the chocolate into the bacon and I didn't like that. So I broke off a piece of the chocolate and I tried it and I didn't really like the, how the chocolate tasted.
1: Because it uh, has artificial sweetener in there and I used I used a darker chocolate too. And because it's not sweet. It's a little bit bitter? <laughs> yeah. So you're saying I should put more of the sweetener or substitute in it. I thought it balanced well for my taste, but I'm not an 11-year-old girl. Or I'm not a 10-year-old boy. So, kid two. Kid two, what did you think of the chocolate-covered bacon?
3: It was, it was good, but not that delicious.
1: Okay, expand on that. So, it was good. Why?
3: Because if it was built into chocolate and bacon, it doesn't taste well.
1: Do you think in, if it was normal milk chocolate... With lots of normal sugar in it, it would be better. Or just in general, bacon and chocolate don't go together in your mind.
3: Bacon and chocolate don't go together in my mind, but what well, in
1: had... your opinion is bacon awesome? Yes. Is chocolate awesome? Yes. But those two awesomenesses shouldn't be mixed. Yeah,
3: unless if I had
1: mint. Well, you think it should be chocolate and mint, or oh. mint chocolate bacon?
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, kid number two. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Sure the combination. <laughs>
1: I mean, I liked them, Uh, but I don't know if I can get on board with the chocolate-mint-bacon combo. Maybe peanut butter.
2: Are you thinking about, like, mint chocolate chip with
1: the bacon? Yes. Ooh, there's an ice cream idea. Mint Mint chocolate chocolate chip chip ice cream with bacon bits in it.
2: Hudsonville, are you watching this? Make it. Oh, Hudsonville (laughs) ice cream. Are we sponsored
1: by Hudsonville? No. 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 Do we sometimes go up there because they occasionally host the track state finals? Yes.
2: Hmm that's where we
1: go sometimes well we end up in grand rapids uh for because founders is there and we like to uh go out to eat and drink there after the state finals not with the athletes when their parents sign them out and take them home you me and your mother take (coughs) off and go to founders by the way we're not found or sponsored by founders either we just happen to go there so overall on a scale of one to ten what would you rank in your opinions as an 11 year old and a 10 year old what would you rank the chocolate-covered bacon, low-carb version?
2: Minus
0: one. Whoa. Whoa.
1: <laughs> Is that based on the fact that you don't like bacon?
2: It's based on the fact that I don't like bacon and the chocolate, t- chocolate doesn't taste
1: Chocolate good. was too bitter for her. Ah. Kid 2? On a scale I of said, one to ten. I said I'd give it a three. Oh.
3: Mm-hmm. Minus
1: three. A minus three? Mm-hmm. You really hated it. No. So no, I, no, he, he ate plus. his whole piece. So if I offered a you another slice... If I offered you another slice, would you eat it? Uh, no. Okay. No. Jess, how do you feel about it?
0: So I love bacon. I love it. I could eat it all day, every day, and that would be great. I do not love dark chocolate. It is not for me. Um, so I am wondering what this would taste like with more of a milk chocolate or more more sweetener in it or something um
1: you know how we find out is experimentation
0: experiments because we're scientists
1: repeated measures
0: yes um but i did like this i thought it was thought it was not bad which is weird because i don't usually enjoy chocolate covered bacon um i think it's a weird combination i like my <coughs> bacon to be bacony and not chocolatey, but i would i would totally eat another piece of this and i would i think that i would give it a
1: seven nice mm-hmm I would give this. Uh, I agreed a little bit with um, with kid one that it could have been a touch sweeter. It was a little bit the way I mixed it up and the chocolate I used. It came out a tad bitter. I probably would have put uh, probably uh, one more teaspoon of the the sugar substitute. Yeah. not a lot and that's across 16 slices of bacon
0: yeah so i will say that the chocolate on this melts off really fast and then you're just left with bacon in your mouth and that is delightful
1: i tried to leave one little like uh, a pinch Mm -hmm. a little thing to hold on the end of the bacon uncoated, so you can at least hold that piece of the bacon strip yeah which stands up pretty stiff Mm -hmm. uh, and so you can hold that without getting your fingers completely coated in chocolate some degree it worked it didn't uh, because it is kind of watery when you apply it it Drifted over the whole thing. Yeah. It's okay. That's all right. Well, let's move on to the next item.
0: So for item number two, we've got almond butter bites. And the ingredients are a half a cup of almond butter, two tablespoons of Swerve confectioner sugar, one stick of unsalted butter, and one teaspoon of vanilla extract. So you're going to combine your almond butter, butter, and sweetener in a microwave-safe bowl, Microwave it for 30 seconds at a time. Be sure to remove the spoon if you're using metal because you don't want to have fireworks in your microwave. That's
1: dangerous. Maybe you do, but that's still dangerous. Okay, but
0: then you might have to buy a new microwave. And if that's your goal, then do it.
1: You might need to buy a new house after you burn it down. It's
0: super dangerous, so don't do that.
1: Yes, please don't.
0: And since you're doing it 30 seconds at a time, you'll want to take your bowl out, give it a mix, and see how it looks before you put it back in for more seconds. So when it's fully melted add your vanilla and mix it again in a silicone mini muffin pan pour in the mixture this this should fill up about 15 of them
1: and if you've got a if you don't have the silicone mini muffin pan but you have like a silicone uh, truffle molds or chocolate molds you can pour it in that too
0: yep even if you just have the paper ones that will work just fine as well
1: we have the silicone uh, cups like they're kind of like the paper liners you can put them in a muffin tin Uh, You can use them by themselves, but this they work. Uh, This is kind of liquidy, and then it's going to set up in uh, the refrigerator or the freezer.
0: Mm -hmm. So after you fill up your about 15 mini muffin spots, you're going to put them in the freezer for a few hours until they're set, and then you'll transfer them to a parchment-lined container with a lid for storage in the freezer. So, kid number one, what did you think of them?
2: I thought that it was good. Um, the aftertaste after you took a bite was a little bit weird but overall it was super yummy weird how it like tasted how i would expect it to taste but what what the aftertaste was how i expected it to taste but um, it didn't actually it tasted like sweeter and better than i thought it would
1: so do you think this would have been better with like a zero sugar or no sugar added peanut butter mm. or are you okay with the almond butter
2: i'm okay with almond
1: all right is the aftertaste kind of that taste from almond butter yes okay so you're okay with it, that, but that's what's creating the aftertaste how would you feel if we had used a no sugar added peanut butter i don't know so more experiment yeah more experimentation and repeated measures needed kid number two what did
0: you think of them
3: they taste really melty and bad
1: oh you didn't like these what kind of flavors were you getting from it You're getting almond and multi peanut butter. There's no peanut butter in it, so just but that just that, that almond butter. Mm-hmm. Anything else? What if we put like a chocolate drizzle over it? Mm. Yes. Ooh. So it'd be like an almond butter peanut butter cup type thing. Not all right. So on a scale of one to ten, what would you give it, kid two?
2: One.
1: All right, and kid uh, kid one. I would
2: give it a four. It would be a five, but I didn't like the aftertaste.
1: All right, so five if we switched up to peanut butter.
0: Yes.
1: Got it. Jess?
0: I give this an eight. It's delicious. It Honestly, if you hadn't have told me that it was almond butter, I would have thought it was peanut butter. I don't taste anything weird in the aftertaste, and I'm usually pretty sensitive to that. And this, I don't know, I could eat five of these right now.
1: Yeah, you probably don't want to. They are high in calorie, but okay. um, they're also high in fat. Like, if you're on a keto diet, they can double as a fat bomb. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're not, it's just a tasty dessert. I liked it. I'm also going to give it an 8 like you. I was going to give it higher, but then the thought popped in my mind just now when I was talking to the kids about, ooh, chocolate drizzled across the top. I mean, that top. could be really That would yummy. take it up to a 9 or a 10. Yep. Or an 11. mm mm-hmm.
0: Turn it up to 11. Turn
1: it up to 11. All right. Should we go on to the next item? Yes. For number three, we have chocolate mint squares. Oh, that's awesome. These are basically look like a uh, grasshopper brownie. For the bottom piece, because we've got two layers here. For the bottom piece, you're going to need half a stick of unsalted butter. One cup of blanched almond flour. Uh, the finer, the better. One cup of sugar-free chocolate chips. We like to use lilies. Mm-hmm. And then for the top half, you're going to need a half stick of unsalted butter. So basically you need one stick of unsalted butter. You need half for the bottom, half for the top. You'll need a third of a cup of Swerve confectioner, sugar, sweetener, alternative, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. You need one drop of green food coloring and one drop will go a long way on this. Oh, you used... We
0: used two because we didn't think it was quite green enough with just
1: one. And there was some debate about adding blue into it too. You all are going to have fun colors when you go to the bathroom. <laughs> yeah. You need one teaspoon of peppermint extract. You need six tablespoons of heavy whippy cream. So, to make this, you first take and you line a baking pan, eight by eight, nine by 13, whatever you got. You line it with parchment paper. This is a no bake. So, how you spread it out and how you divide it into pieces is what you get. You don't have to worry about even baking. Yeah. You're going to microwave the butter and the chocolate chips for 20 seconds and stir to combine. If you, uh, They're not melted enough. Microwave again uh, five-second increments. Really keep an eye on it. You don't want to overdo it, especially with these uh, sugar-free chocolate chips. They get kind of mealy if you overdo it. Step three, you want to add your almond flour to that butter chocolate chip mix and stir well until mixed together. Step four... Pat the mixture into your lined baking pan. Remember, you're not actually baking with it, you're just using it as a mold. Place that into the refrigerator. While it's chilling and setting up, step five in a small bowl, combine the butter, this is your second half of your stick, the peppermint extract, the heavy whipping cream, and the green food coloring. you are to pull out your electric hand mixer and beat that thing until well combined. Step six, gradually add the sweetener, beating on low until smooth. Step seven, pull out your base out of the refrigerator and spread it evenly over the base. Put the whole thing back in the refrigerator to set up. When you're done, you're going to cut it into squares. And if you have extra, stare in an airtight container and you can, stare, stare, and you can store it in the freezer. So a lot of steps there because you're basically making almost like two desserts, one on top of each other. But let's see, kid one, what'd you think? It was super yummy and delicious. Why is that?
2: It was minty, and it was good, and
1: it was sugary, and I loved it. Awesome, but it doesn't actually have real sugar in it.
0: I know that. It tastes very sweet, which is really weird, but I swear to you, it
1: tastes super insanely sweet. Kid 2, you're being kind of quiet, but you ate all of it, so what's going on? What are you thinking?
3: It It was so delicious, but it also kind of made me feel sick.
1: Why is that? Is this too sweet?
3: Yeah, but I, but I still
1: give it a number one, even though. It's wait a wait. minute. You one, said it
0: was super delicious, but you're giving it a one?
1: Is yeah. one the low end or the high end? Uh, I mean, uh seven. A seven? So close to. So better than average. Seven,
3: but what's it's going to make me feel like I'm going
1: to barf? Well, just because <laughs> it's like eating too many desserts? Yeah. Oh, no. This is number three. We got seven desserts. Don't barf. Don't barf. You'll make it. Drink drink some of your lemonade. All right. Kid one, what would you give it on a scale of one to ten?
2: Um, I would give it
0: a... I would give it a seven.
1: Okay, a seven also. Jess? I would
0: give it a five. I didn't... The, the base of it is really good, um, and I really like that. The mint is... The mint part is super minty. I think a teaspoon, a full teaspoon was like too much. And then it it is super sweet. Like I'm worried I'm going to have a massive <laughs> headache after eating it. And I don't really understand why since there isn't sugar in it.
1: I uh I I'm giving it a 6. Although I would like to play with the top half mm-hmm. and play with what extracts go into it and maybe do a lemon That would or be better. An orange extract yeah. not as much. And then we could put it like I guess orange food coloring in or something, make it a kind of a Halloween Ooh, thing. That's
0: a good idea. But
1: that that base of it is delicious.
0: It, yeah, the base is wonderful, and
1: it's sweet and it's like amazing. Like if you are just craving sweets and you're on a low carb diet, this will do. This it. will hit the the spot. But definitely have a small square.
0: Mm-hmm. righty. our fourth dessert is chocolate macadamia nut clusters. So the ingredient for this one.
1: Oh, no, not
0: down. Not down, not down. So the ingredients for this one are two tablespoons of MCT oil, 48 macadamia halves. Not 49,
1: 48. 48.
0: A half a cup of stevia sweetened chocolate chips.
1: Li- <laughs> lilies.
0: Yeah, we the lilies. Yeah. And a pinch of coarse salt, and we used... Uh, Actually, Actually, you have pink Himalayan or kosher salt here. Which one did you use?
1: uh, I was going to use pink Himalayan, but I couldn't find the shaker because the kids cleaned up the kitchen. So I use kosher. All
0: right. Okay, so the directions. In a silicone mini muffin pan, place six macadamia halves per cavity. In a microwave-safe dish, microwave chips for about 50 seconds. Stir. Add in the MCT oil and the salt. Stir again until smooth spoon in chocolate mixture over the nuts and toss to coat place in the freezer for a couple of hours to set then transfer to an airtight container to store in the freezer
1: really easy not like not the most photogenic uh item ever and Mm -mm. when it comes out of the freezer you may want it to set for a few just to start warming up and getting softer but uh I thought these were delicious. Of course, I love the sweet and the salty and the little bit of bitter because I get the dark chocolate. But that's me. Jess, what do you think? Huh. As I say it, as you're chewing one of these.
0: Um, maybe we should pick a kid.
1: Maybe I should pick a kid. <laughs> kid 1, what do you think?
2: Um, I don't really like nuts that much, but I really like these nuts. Um, I just don't really like the combination... Uh, Your
1: mother's losing it. She said these, not these. I heard her. It's still funny. It is still funny.
2: Um, I just don't really like the combination of chocolate and nuts that I didn't really like it that much. Although, I do like the nuts in general.
1: Okay. And kid two, what do you think? I noticed you're not finishing yours. I don't know. The nuts. You got to say the thing. I like
3: the nuts, but not the chocolate. The chocolate tastes like some fat bomb. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, is that a good thing or a bad thing? Or do you think it's the bomb? It's a fat bomb. What would
3: you
0: guys eat? We do eat fat
1: bombs. We do, and it does have MCT oil, which makes it a a, a fat bomb.
0: It does. It makes it.
1: Well, also makes it a little bit more viscous and helps coat the and the macadamia nut halves. And when you put it in the freezer, it freezes up and locks down and holds it all in place. I mean, I'm, now I'm talking like a structural engineer. <laughs> on a scale of 1 to 10, uh, <laughs> the facial expression on uh, Kid 2 over here is just like his awesome. nose is in the air. And it's just like, oh, it's just not worthy of me. It's not worthy of the name chocolate in his mind. By the way, I I could eat the entire batch of these things. I am hooked on them. It takes a lot of self-control to not do that. Kid 2, a scale of 1 to 10, what would you give it? 10 being the best, 1 being the worst.
3: A 1
1: minus. Holy cow.
3: Minus well, 1. Well,
1: we clearly have different different opinions here. Kid 1, what are you thinking? -2. Wow. Even with the macadamia nuts which you love?
2: Actually it's a, actually it's a 0.
1: Oh. Snap. <laughs> Fine, more for me, Mommy. I love macadamia
0: nuts. They are wonderful little goodies from nature. I do not love dark chocolate. So if this were maybe made with milk chocolate, this would be a solid 10 for me, but it's not. So I give it a 5 because it's quite bitter.
2: Milk chocolate would be better. Fine. Oh, you can have
1: all of them. I am going to finish have this all though. Of them. So. Here. And there's, you know, there's one thing about Having the kids on the podcast, we never know what they're going to say. (laughs) Well, then, in that case, moving on. And one of my favorite desserts of all time, aside from pineapple upside down cake, is key lime pie and especially key lime pie cheesecake. So, Jess, I'm going to let you read through this one because (laughs) while we've mainly been letting the kids eat and test out these uh, these desserts, I have one of these in front of me and I am totally diving in. Yeah, I noticed you put a big chunk in your mouth right as it's your turn to read. So, okay, time to go. It's so good. Just teasing me. Go, I want to eat this. I have to swallow. <laughs> your turn to read. <laughs> Just a
0: minute. I'm sorry. All right. Key lime pie and cheesecake. So the ingredients for the crust, one cup of super fine blanched almond flour, a quarter cup melted coconut oil, and two tablespoons of Swerve Confectioner sweetener. Preheat the oven to 400 degrees Fahrenheit. In a bowl, combine the almond flour and sweetener with a whisk. Add melted coconut oil and stir until well coated and crumbly. Fill Four small pie tart containers, ramekins, 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 Ramekins. fill four, don't distract
1: me and make me talk when I'm trying to enjoy my key lime pie, fill four
0: small pie tart ramekins or one nine inch pie pan. Use your fingers to spread and even out. Bake for eight to nine minutes, nine to ten for one big crust. Look for it to be browning. Cool completely on a wire rack and leave in the ramekin slash pie pan. Your ingredients for the pie filling, one cup of boiling water, eight ounces, full fat cream cheese, one package, softened, this is important, one package, 0.3 ounces of sugar free lime jello. So what you're going to do is you're going to beat the cream cheese with a hand mixer until it's fluffy. In a separate bowl, combine boiling water and jello. Mix until dissolved.
1: Playing Michael Jackson while you do it is optional, but recommended. <laughs> Just beat it.
0: Slowly pour jello mixture into cream cheese. Mix with hand mixer until evenly blended. Pour into your pie crust slash crusts. Refrigerate until firm. Once it's firm, you can serve it up and eat it and it... I Watch your
1: kids refuse it. Yeah. Whatever. More All free.
0: right. I see number one. Kid number one is going to town on her. So maybe you could tell us what you think of it so far.
1: Come up for air
0: like
2: it um the fill the filling taste um tasted kind of weird tastes kind of weird like the consistency is kind of weird because it tastes like the yogurt i used to eat that was tea lime pie unflavored and then when you say said that it was it was jello it kind of made sense
1: mm-hmm. well although, it's, it's jello and cream cheese
2: yeah although i've not i don't really eat jello because i don't really like jello
1: well, your little sister had us buy a whole bunch of packets when I was picking out ingredients for this. Just so now we have island pineapple and is raspberry because, and something. Is
2: that because she wanted colors?
0: Probably. Yeah,
1: she was picking out the colors. Because <laughs> that's how she called them out. Like yellow and pink and purple and yeah.
0: All right. So what number would you give this on a scale of one to ten?
2: Um, I would give it a five.
0: Okay. Kid number 2. I see that you had a tiny nibble and then said no more. So, what do you think of it?
3: That was really terribly.
0: It was disgusting. Terribly disgusting. And why is that? What didn't you like about it? I
3: do not like cheesecake.
0: You don't like cheesecake. It does have the texture of a cheesecake, a fluffy cheesecake. I
3: thought you I liked it it's Did so you taste?
0: Fluffy. Were you able to taste the crust underneath of the green part? Nope. Didn't why didn't you get that far? Maybe you should try you and taste a the piece crust. piece of mine right here? here you might like it so i think that the base of it tastes sort of like a graham cracker and i think that's great so you didn't like the green part and that's all you tasted you didn't even really taste the base of it what number would you give it on a scale from one to ten
3: negative one minus
1: so a plus one so it's a plus one yeah negative and negative makes positive (laughs)
0: All right. And Marco, I see that yours is almost completely gone. So how do you so, feel about yours?
1: Well, I was going only going to eat half of this little ramekin. Oh, really? But it's amazing. So I would have given it 11
0: mm-hmm. because,
1: you know, crank it up to 11. But since I'm eating both halves, mm-hmm. I guess it's a 22 on a scale of 10. I agree. It's delicious. I, I will eat that later. I mean, I, I'm already eating double what I was planning on.
0: This is absolutely wonderful. I highly recommend it. And also, I think we should make it with kid number four's island pineapple or whatever it was she bought. Her Jell- island
1: pineapple isn't the sugar free jello, though. I don't care.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh my God, it's so good.
0: <laughs> I give this a 10 for sure.
1: I'm standing by my 22.
0: Yeah, that. Yeah, I'm fine with that. Daddy. The. The crust of it really does taste like a graham cracker. I'm pretty impressed with that. Yep. Also, What's it?
2: also while you're beating it up, you could play. You could um, be watching Bob Ross because he beats the devil out of his paintbrushes. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> but he's so quiet, you can't hear him over the electric mixer. Whereas Michael Jackson, you could crank up.
0: It's true. If...
1: Or Weird Alfred. just eat it. Eat it. Which
0: we are definitely doing right now.
2: Mm mm mm.
1: And we, our little ramekins are little sil- silicone ones that are washable, flexible, work out great. Love that one so much.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Well, Jessica goes to town on her key lime pie. Mm-hmm. Since I forced you to, to speak and do all the talking during, uh while I ate. Let's go on to number six out of our seven recipes tonight. Number six are chocolate chip cookies. Yeah. Well, I've got Kid 2's attention. Kid 1's giving me a weird look. (laughs) So these are low-carb chocolate chip cookies. To make it, you need two large egg yolks. Just the yolks. Two tablespoons of salted butter. Half a teaspoon of vanilla extract. Two-thirds of a cup of blanched almond flour. The finer, the better. Four tablespoons of Swerve confectioner's sweetener, sugar alternative, whatever a quarter teaspoon of baking powder, a pinch of salt, and a quarter cup of stevia sweetened chocolate chips. And if you weren't paying attention before, we use lilies. Preheat your oven to 350 degrees. Line a baking sheet with parchment paper. In a bowl, combine the yolks, the melted butter, and the vanilla, basically all your wet ingredients, and whip them around with a fork or a whisk or whatever you got handy. Then you're gonna add in your dry ingredients except for the chocolate chips. And mix it well. Gently fold in those chips once you've already formed a dough ball. And then you're going to form four balls. If you're really counting macros and really paying attention, weigh them out. If you're not, eyeball it. You're going to press those into circular disks on your parchment paper. These cookies will not spread like a normal traditional <coughs> cookie. Whoa, that was loud. Mm-hmm. So whatever shape and whatever dimensions you put it in is roughly what you're going to end up with at the end. It's not going to keep expanding. Uh, you're going to want them to be about three inches in diameter. And I said about. Don't go all nerdy and break out the ruler, but although I sometimes do that, just to kind of like, eh, hey, I'm close you're enough. You're a nerd. Yeah. <laughs> you're going to bake them for 14 minutes. Uh, you're going to look for a nice golden brown, starting to get darker brown around the edges. And then you're going to transfer them to a wire rack for at least 15 minutes. They're going to be very soft, almost loose, when they come out of the oven. So be careful transferring them over. But as they cool and at the end of that 15 minutes, they will firm up and be a nice consistency for a cookie. And with that, Kid One, what do you think of the cookie?
2: It doesn't taste good.
1: Well, you're the queen of making cookies, so...
2: cookie does awesome.
1: Yeah, you like to eat raw cookie dough, but that's also high in carbs, When we're doing low-carb alternatives. So in terms of low carbs and not using flour, you know, wheat flour, uh, what do you think? And not using normal sugar and not using normal chocolate chips. Mm -hmm. A nice approximation? It's
2: kind of... Is it the
1: consistency of a cookie? No. Does it have some of those signature flavors of a cookie? No. What would you give it on a scale of 1 to 10? Minus two. I thought you were gonna say no again, kid one <laughs> or kid two, whatever. Kid into my left of me. Whoa, that's a face. <laughs> what do you think? And say it into the mic.
3: It was really good, but excepted apart from the chocolate chips, they <laughs> taste like dry, Delta moldy chip, Chocolate
2: chips.
1: <laughs> this was a new bag we just opened. All right, so there the cookie itself. So if it chips? was like a uh, a sugar cookie with no chocolate chips, you would have liked it more
3: if it had a uh, milk chocolate had stack. You don't
1: like my dark chocolate chips?
3: Yeah.
1: Okay. Uh, how much of your cookie did you eat over there? You got some of it gone. Yeah. Okay. Sometimes- so the consistency of the cookie was good, like what it was like the forget the chocolate okay. chips, it was the right texture. Yes. Right flavors? Mhm. And you just didn't like the chips I used. Yes. Now Lily's does make a milk chocolate alternative? mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Which we've had before. We went through really quick because both of us were eating that. Yeah, because it's delicious. Well, the dark ones last longer because I like them.
0: Because you're the only one in this house that does like them.
1: Well, you know, clearly kid two does because he got into them at one point and ate like a bag.
0: He also stopped. I like
1: dark chocolate. We also told us they tasted disgusting, but he ate a bag of them. Right. Mm -hmm. That's why the current like bag sits in a ziploc bag that says "not for" and then your name.
0: <laughs> He's smiling.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and why I keep finding all the other bags of chocolate chips, peanut butter chips, caramel chips open all the time? Because you treat them like snacks. We know what you're up to. Please don't talk about it. Yeah. Okay. Aww. Aww. What would you rate this on a scale of one to ten? Probably eight. I'm not sure. Nice. That's like that might as That's well. That's pretty good. That might as well be an eleven out of him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just what would you give it?
0: We've had these cookies often. and You
1: and I have had these cookies for dinner I was before. just going to say,
0: we sometimes even have them for dinner because they're a good substitute for dinner.
1: I really like... Sometimes we're low on macros. I mean, mm-hmm. In terms of macros and calories, we don't have room for dinner and dessert, and we're grown-ups, and we'll just have dessert.
0: Right, because we can do that, because we're in charge here.
1: Yeah, um, I. Well, that's one way of laying down dominance in front of the kids, too, is like... <laughs> You know what? You all eat your dinner eat with your veggies and your protein and get dessert, but we're grown up, so we, you know what? We're having only dessert. Is that like how
2: you, you'll you sometimes give us like one marshmallow and you
0: guys will eat like five?
1: What was the last time you saw me eat any marshmallows? You know what? You just... <laughs> you okay, and I are point- not going to
0: have secrets anymore. Because point- you're just going to come on the podcast and rat me out to everyone. Yeah,
1: pointing to your mother uh, doesn't do any good on an audio-only podcast.
0: Anyways... <laughs> We have had these cookies often. They are really, really good. They taste like a chocolate chip cookie. They would taste even more like a chocolate chip cookie to me if we used the Lily's milk chocolate ones, uh, chips. If we but,
1: could keep them in the house, yeah. Yeah, well, we eat them fast. So,
0: <laughs> anyways, I give these an eight or a nine because they're great.
1: I'll give them a nine. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going <laughs> to kid myself. A real chocolate chip cookie with all the carbs and everything is amazeballs. It's
0: amazing.
1: But, uh, This is a good substitute Mm -hmm. to the point where I'm willing to go, I'll skip dinner and just have a cookie. Yep.
0: Same. And for our last dessert for the night, we've got pumpkin spice shakes. This will serve two.
1: Because it's autumn and everything should be pumpkin spice. Time to be basic.
0: (laughs) All right. So your ingredients are one and a half cups of cold water, a half a cup of ice a half a cup of full-fat Greek yogurt, a half a cup of pumpkin puree, two tablespoons of almond butter.
1: The pumpkin puree is where most of your carbs are coming in, so if you're really watching your carbs, you can actually even cut back on that.
0: Is there a pumpkin spice um, extract, do you think?
1: Well, we're putting pumpkin spice seasoning in there when you get there. That's oh. just to give the actual pumpkin flavor mm. that you're then going to spice. All right,
0: anyways, two tablespoons of almond butter and two teaspoons of pumpkin spice and two teaspoons of pumpkin pie
1: spice and there's your pumpkin spice
0: yeah and two tablespoons of swerve confectioner sugar swerve so what you're gonna do is you're gonna dump everything into the blender put on the lid very important part blend it until it's smooth and pour it into two glasses
1: i think you need to say it like you blend it till it's smooth. smooth smooth
0: Anyways, so that's all there is to it. It's a really easy recipe, and now we'll ask our buddies what they think. Kid number one, what do you think?
2: I think that the cream cheese. I think that the cream cheese added a little. Um, if you suck it really hard, it kind of makes it taste a little bit odd. But other than that, I think it tastes really good. There's no cream, There's cheese, no in
1: cream cheese in this. Cheese in this.
0: There's yogurt thing? in it.
2: It's yogurt. <laughs>
0: I wonder if you have some sort of bias against yogurt and no. me saying that has made you think differently.
2: No, I like yogurt.
0: Okay. I, I just haven't had it in a long time. Alright, so you think it makes it taste a little bit strange? Yeah. But what do you think overall of the overall, pumpkin spice it's shake? it's
2: really good and I would give it a
1: 7.
0: Ooh, impressive.
1: High praise out of the Redhead.
0: Yep. And kid number 2, how do you feel about it? Uh, it's, it was kind of
1: delicious, but no Did it taste like pumpkin pie?
3: No, 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 It tastes like pumpkin spicy.
1: That's Uh, what pumpkin pie pie tastes tastes like. like. Did it taste like we took pumpkin pie and put it in the blender?
3: Yep, and... Did it taste
1: like pumpkin ice cream that was kind of been left out and got watery? I don't know,
3: but it tastes like spicy pumpkin.
1: (laughs) Spicy pumpkin.
0: All right, so how would you rank it? I don't know. I think... I don't know. 11? Not sure. Eleven? Eleven? So you loved it? Yeah. Then why aren't you drinking it if it's an 11? I don't, I don't have enough room. Oh, you don't have this enough room in your belly. This is seventh dessert. <laughs> yeah, it is a lot. Good point. All right, so we've got a, a, seven, five, a 7 and, and an, an 11. 11. Okay, and what did you think of it, Marco?
1: I mean, I have other shakes that are my favorite, but it is autumn, and I felt like we needed to do pumpkin spice something. Mm-hmm. Uh, I give it a seven, seven or seven
0: and a half. Okay, I think I give it a six. I like pumpkin pie in pie form. I don't know that I like it anywhere else. So <laughs> I, I do not. It's not my favorite.
1: You don't want pumpkin spice Kleenex or whatever product. I don't. Products I, are you know what? I
0: am not a fan of the pumpkin spice. I'm not a fan of the pumpkin spice everything.
1: So. I mean, kid three's potty trained now, so I guess we can't go out and buy pumpkin spice Pampers. There's pumpkin spice Ew. everything now.
0: Ew. Kid 3's been out of diapers for a long time. I
1: know. I'm just making pumpkin spice okay. jokes over here.
0: All right. So, yeah. I think if you really have a hankering for pumpkin pie and milkshakes, this is going to be a huge hit for you. Uh, I, I don't know. No real complaints about it. So
1: dress like Han Solo with your knee-high boots and jeans and your vest and your white shirt and drink your pumpkin spice <laughs> shake. and it all be good.
0: Indeed.
1: Kid 1 got that joke. She did. Kid 2, did you understand that?
0: No. It's okay, no. buddy. It's, it's not a funny. bad joke.
1: Thank you. All right. So apparently if I was doing stand-up in fourth grade, I'd be dying right now. Probably. Whatever. I'll just enjoy my little uh tongue-tied. tie basil jewel over Ty there. swizzle. Tie swizzle. I can still say swizzle. Swizzle. Yeah. Swizzle. All right. So those are our seven... Low carb desserts. We, you know, that's only seven. So we definitely can come back and do another episode of this at some point. For sure. Kid one, what did you think of these desserts overall?
2: I thought that overall, they some of them were yummy and some of them were not so yummy.
1: Way to be decisive, kid two.
2: I thought that some of them were yummy and some of
3: them were not. But I'll tell you what, it had way too much sugar.
1: And there wasn't I- any sugar in any of those
3: taste, but why not, why not too some much of
1: them, fake sugar. Some of them, fake sugar, and some of them are going to have to make me. Thank you for that fourth, take, fourth grade take. <laughs> Isn't it fun having them on? Yes. Wow, awesome. Well, thank you, Kid 1 and Kid 2, for coming on and helping us out and taste testing and giving us your opinions.
2: You're welcome.
1: Before we go, though, we need to update the champions of this most recent week of the Red Arrow Challenge. Now, if you're not familiar with the Red Arrow Challenge, this is our multi-sport competition. It's virtual. It's all based on distance for the most part. Uh, We do have hockey, which is based on calories. And you can compete in your age group, in just your sport or sports you do, or with composite points. Just go to our website, sign up for a username, which is free. Track what you do for the week, put it in at the end of the week, and then see where you stack up. And we give kudos to the champions on the podcast. If you want the shortcut to all the links to everything, go to our Instagram page, Red Arrow HW. And in the link in the bio, we have the shortcuts to everything. So for the week that started August 24th, let's go through all the champions. Swimming. Nine and under, Yellow Ninja. Ten to nineteen, Lucky Dude. Twenty to 20, 19, 20 to twenty nine, Lexi. Thirty to thirty nine, Wildcat. Forty to forty nine, Jesse's Girl. Fifty to fifty nine, Johnny B Good. Sixty to sixty nine, Kilogram Ill. And seventy to seventy nine was a tie between Grandpa Bob and Grandma May. And then there were the featured members, which are Jess and myself. And Jess won. Woot, yay me, running. Nine and under, Yellow Ninja. 10 to 19, Lucky Dude. 20 to 29, Gator Boy. 30 to 39, The Logan. 40 to 49, Coffee Dude. 50 to 59, Johnny Be Good. I just realized we got more than one person on this thing with the with dude in their name. That's funny. I should be like Marco Dude, dude. or something. 60 to 69, nobody did it. 70 to 79, nobody ran. But for the featured members, it was me. Shocking. I know. Good
0: job walking
1: nine and under was easy 10 to 19 soleil 20 to 29 smitha 30 to 39 mrs coach 40 to 49 vino mia 50 to 59 big one 64 60 to 69 kilogram ill and 70 to 79 was a tie yet again between grandpa bob and grandma may and for our featured members in walking jess
0: me it was me (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> biking on road
1: not a lot of biking going on this week probably because people are heading back to school or back to school shopping or whatnot i'm just guessing but so our for our basically our children divisions nobody but 20 to 29 was h caner 305 30 to 39 was cyclopath and 40 to 49 was vino mia and anyone older than that nobody and you and me followed up our big bike ride up in the leelano peninsula of michigan with no biking no biking at least when we do next week's episode we'll have something to say because you and i went biking with uh, pachyderm peddlers Mm -hmm. biking off-road not a whole lot of this going on but at 20 to 29 we have a tie between Smytha and super mario no 30 to 39 year olds but 40 to 49 cyclone
0: sit down pedaling
1: Again, the younger divisions, not doing too much, probably getting ready to go to school or at school. But 40 to 49 was a tie between Sarah 906 and Team Tim, uh, Team 906, sorry, Tim 906. And 50 to 59, it was A.R. Miller. No 60 to 69-year-old sat down and went for a paddle, but at 70 to 79, Grandpa Bob and Grandma May. And for the featured members, yeah, we were busy. We didn't go out paddling.
0: We did not. Mm. Stand up paddling.
1: Again, very few of these, but 20 to 29 was Lexi, and 40 to 49, Sarah 906 and Tim 906.
0: Cross country skiing.
1: It was the usual suspects of 40 to 49, L. Tiburon 95, and 50 59, Big one 64.
0: Skating.
1: Still looking a little thin, although it is September and this was a week in the last week in August. 40 to 49, Great One hockey hockey so excited to see stuff on here after that big drought at the beginning of the red arrow challenge nine and under our champion was yellow ninja 10 to 19 soleil 20 to 29 lexi 30 to 39 rando 7 40 to 49 coach t no one older than that but for featured members it was me because you didn't suit up and go out as I much as i don't tr- play hockey been trying to get you out there
0: no Never gonna happen.
1: Oh, don't say never, cause you've played. You played you've against played, Kid One.
0: You played against me when, in,
2: when I was when I was in learn to play for the parent thing, cause I made you come out to play with me.
1: Yes, she's got you there.
0: Me and my helmet.
2: I have an elephant
0: memory. Nice word. <laughs> that is the truth. Points.
1: Nine and under, our champion was Yellow Ninja, 10 to 19 Soleil, 20 to 29, Lexi, 30 to 39, Wildcat, 40 to 49, Cyclone, 50 to 59, Big One 64, 60 to 69, Kilogram Ill. 70 to 79, Grandpa Bob and Grandma May Tide. And for our feature members, I came out on top.
0: Generally, that's how it works. Generally. You <laughs> exercise more than I do.
1: So yes. So that was the (laughs) Champions this week. If you want to get involved with the Red Arrow Challenge, sign up online, create that username, get going, and then put in your totals at the end of the week. Well, if you're on top, we'll mention you in our podcast. Yep. And, of course, you can find where you rank in every category that you do, both for the week and cumulatively on our webpage in the news section. They go up weekly. This most recent set are up there. Awesome. But for now, that was a whole lot of desserts. We got a little bit of after dessert coma going on. Yes. Those are our champions. So we need to, one, we need to go work out. But we also got some other things to do because it is a long holiday weekend. Mm -hmm. So let's get to that. But for now, Kid 2, thank you. It was a pleasure having you here again. Thank you. Kid 1, thank you. Thank Thank you for looking up from your phone for a few minutes to this. (laughs) (laughs) Tweens are fun. Oh, I know. Just yes, so it's been fun.
0: Loads of fun, Marco.
1: Until next time, bye. Bye. Bye.
2: Adios.